I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, Episode 25, Money Mindset and Beliefs. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mamas and Money. I'm so excited. Let's dive right in. We're going to talk about money mindset and the role that plays. And it's really the foundation to your success and your abundance with money. But before we get started there, I wanted to share a story with you about Sharita Humphrey. Sharita Humphrey is an amazing woman in the world who is a finance expert and who has created her own finance company. And she had a message to share that I thought would be really, really important for us to learn about today. And just a few years ago, she was homeless with her and her two kids, and they had just been evicted from their home. These are her words. So I want to share those with you. She said, at the time I was living paycheck to paycheck and had no savings. My credit score plummeted because of the eviction and outstanding collections, credit, and medical debts. I knew that I could not give up because I had two children that deserved an address to call their own. So to turn her situation around, Sharita's first step was improving her financial literacy. And she said, I made up my mind to learn as much as I could about personal finance, credit, debt elimination, and saving. My children and I would go to public libraries as much as possible. I read personal development and financial books and began to write out my goals. Sharita started to save a portion of her paycheck every month, created a simple budget, made steps to rebuild her credit and eliminate her debt. She said, the entire process that I went through was no walk in the park. (laughs) I bet we can relate. It took me several months to start to feel financially confident, but all of the hard work was worth it. My children and I moved into our new home and I even secured a government job. Now she has since left that job to start her own company. And this is her message for all women. I would tell other women in similar situations to never lose hope. They have the power to change their financial trajectories and build beautiful lives for themselves and their children. Change happens when you shift your mindset and start to believe in yourself. Once you begin to shift your mindset and modify your money behaviors, this will create a positive relationship with your finances. I love that. I love that she started that financial journey with a desire to improve her situation. And she took some action steps towards that. But one of the things she had to do very first in her financial journey was shift her money mindset. That money mindset is key to moving forward to then shifting money behaviors and also creating what you want to in your life. In Sharita's case, have the home, have the abundance she was looking for. And this is what we're going to dive into and talk about today to really create what you want to and looking and examining your money beliefs and your money mindset and how that's playing a role in your money future. Your money mindset is the foundation. Your mind already has the power to create any results you want with your money. 
I believe that is so empowering that you already have something inside of you right now that's going to help you create what you want. Now, of course, there's going to be things you learn along your journeys, the actions you take to create those results, but it all starts with your mind and your mind has that powerful ability to create what you want. So what is money mindset? Money mindset really begins with our thoughts about money. Have you taken the time to really think about what you think about money? (laughs) Sometimes we don't sit down and take this crucial step to gain awareness about what we're thinking about money. So maybe take some time and think about what do you think about money? Have you identified that? Have you thought about money's in abundance and I love money? Do you think I hate money and I don't want to look at my account or I'm not good with numbers, so I don't really want to take time to learn about money or even the example I have here, I don't have enough money. Maybe there is a situation in your life in the past or maybe even something you're going through right now where you realize I don't have enough money. Now, when you start to have thoughts like this, I don't have enough money. Or similar thoughts that go right along with it that I don't have enough to pay my bills. There's more month than money that I have. There's just not enough in the world. I don't have enough coming to me. There's not enough for me and my family. So they're all variations that are very similar to I don't have enough money. Well, when that happens, it starts to create your money mindset. So it's basically the collection of all those thoughts you're thinking around money. Especially in this case, if you're thinking I don't have enough money or variations of that, and you're thinking that very consistently, your mindset is going to go to money is scarce. It's not available. There's not enough. When you have this mindset of money is scarce, that's going to start to shift your perceptions of the world and what's available to you. And what's so interesting about this as well is that your mind wants to be right. Your mind wants to find evidence that this is correct, that you are correct in your assumptions that you don't have enough money and that it is true. So what your mind's going to do is it's going to look back in your past and say, okay, what things can support her money mindset that money is scarce. And that's going to find all the evidences. So it's going to say, oh, do you remember when we couldn't pay that bill because we didn't have enough money? Or do you remember when we ran out of money and there was still another week left of the month and we had to scrape by and figure out what to do? Or do you remember when we didn't have money before and it gave us that difficult time, right? It's going to find those evidences in your life and help you remember, yep, there's your evidence that you're right. Money is scarce. It's also going to then create for you your money belief. It's going to take those experiences along with your thoughts and your mindset around money and solidify and help create that belief for you. If you're thinking, I don't have enough money, money is scarce, then your belief is going to be, I believe there's not enough money. And not only is it going to take those experiences that you've had, but it's also going to show you evidence from around the world. And your mind's going to be keyed into what things are out there that supports what you believe. So you might see news stories that show poverty or people not having enough to get by. And that's going to be more evidence that your brain's going to say, see, it's right. There's not enough money in the world. Another way to kind of look at this as well is if I told you, don't look for any red cars. 
what's your mind going to immediately focus on? It's going to find red cars because it came into your mind and you're like, oh, that's what I need to focus on is red cars. So you'll start to see red cars everywhere. And that's what we talk about. When you give your mind something to focus on, then that is what it's going to happen. It's going to focus on those things and find evidence that those things are true. So it's the same with your money mindset. If you believe money is scarce, there's not enough money. It's going to find the evidence that that is true. So where does our money mindset and beliefs come from? Our money mindset and our beliefs come from our family, from our friends, from neighbors, leaders, and teachers, and even our own experiences. And when we came to this beautiful world, we were an open book. We were a clean slate. We didn't come with any preconceived notions about money or what it meant. However, we had our amazing family, friends, and loved ones who wanted to help us create a great life and who wanted to give us their beliefs and their money mindset, hoping that it would help us in our situation. And they're usually very well-intentioned. They want to make sure you can avoid the pitfalls that maybe they had and to help you make better decisions with your money. However, their advice and the things that they teach you may not always serve you today because they are coming from their own mindsets, their own beliefs, their own experiences from their life. And they're sharing that with you in hopes that it's going to help, but it may not always serve you in the way that you need it to. So today I want to share with you some money beliefs and mindset that were offered to me. You might be familiar with some of these. They may have been offered to you and to see where those kind of came from and if those beliefs maybe are serving you going forward. First one is you have to work really hard for your money. Is this a belief that you have been offered that you need to work hard for your money? This is one that was offered to me saying that, hey, if you want to bring money into your life, you have to work really, really hard for it. Next one, money doesn't grow on trees, which is a little ironic (laughs) because lots of our money is made out of paper and paper grows on trees. But what it really means is that money is not exactly available and abundant and is not available to just go out to the nearest tree and pluck some off. It's a little more scarce than that. Here in the United States, we had a period where our generation of people went through the Great Depression and resources and money at the time for the majority of Americans were scarce. It was really difficult to scrape by a living and to have what you needed for you and your family to survive. And it fundamentally shifted a lot of mindsets and beliefs around money because you had this generation who struggled with it until eventually years down the road, it got better. But because they had such a fundamental shift, they would teach that to then their kids and their grandkids and their great grandkids, hoping that they didn't have to go through those same experiences or avoid some of those painful experiences. And I believe this is kind of one of the mindsets and the beliefs that were formulated from that time because money was scarce to them. They couldn't find it in abundance. They had to scrape by a living. So they wanted to make sure their kids knew the value of money and saying, hey, money doesn't grow on trees. You better value this going forward. However, that may not always be something that can serve us today because our situation in the world we live in is so different from what they experienced, but it is a mindset that is offered. Also save money for a rainy day. I think about the world and what we've gone through, you know, with the pandemic and with COVID and needing to save money for an emergency. This also is a very unique phrase because depending on where you live in the world, you might be in an area that rains quite frequently. You might be in an area that it rains very seldom. 
In other words, do you want to save money for emergencies, not necessarily for changes in the weather? Also getting a job and always being working to bring in income. Have you been offered this belief to say you always need to have work or do something to bring in income, whether it's a business, whether it's a job, whether you're just putting forth that effort to bring in income. Also save for your future. This is also a very common one I hear frequently that you should be saving to have the future that you want going forward. And this last belief I think is super fascinating because once again, I think it could have been formulated from those painful experiences of the past with the Great Depression, but also painful experiences we have in our own past, even if it's different from maybe a national global crisis or challenge. If we have painful experiences from our past regarding money, we're not exactly wanting to then talk openly about them because then it helps bring up those memories and those feelings that maybe we don't want to feel. But what's interesting is we as women, especially, want to go to each other to learn from each other. We also want to give advice and help to those as they're going through their journey and to help them get to where they want to get to and to create what they want to create. Instead of money, let's think of being a mom. And maybe you say, hey, there's certain things I want to learn as a mom to be able to create more things with my kids or help with my frustration and anger and to gain more patience or whatever it may be as a mom that you want to gain. You may go seek advice from other moms or other ladies in that area that want to support you and help you being a better mom and being the mom you want to be. And so you go seek out their advice and they can tell you from their own experiences. They can tell you from their own work with other people that this has been some tried and true practices that will help you on that journey. Or let's take another example. If you're looking at health and wanting to have a healthier body, you usually will want to go to those who have had that experience in that realm. So they may have experience as a physical education expert or somebody that works in the area of fitness and they can tell you, okay, this is what you do to help your body be healthy. And you might go to a nutritionist and they may say, Hey, this is the food that you can put into your body to be healthy, but you're seeking their advice because they have experience. They know those things and it's going to help you create the results that you want. But it's so fascinating that when it comes to money, we have this notion of it's not polite to talk about. It's not open to talk about. And this was definitely a belief and a mindset I held for a time too, especially as I was growing up because I was taught you don't talk about money. It's not polite. Yet when we want to go seek that help and advice, we don't know who to turn to. We're not open to talking about money. And then what happens is we don't get the advice we need. And if you've ever had the experience, whether it's with money or if it's with another goal that you are looking to achieve or have achieved, did you try and do that on your own? Have you had an experience where you tried to do something by yourself? How easy was it? At least I know from my own experience, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy to try and do something on your own. There's a lot of trial. There's a lot of error. There's a lot of mistakes that happen. And a lot of things can be avoided if we had that expert leading and guiding us along that journey. This is just an interesting one about those mindsets and beliefs in regards to money. Is it okay to talk about? Do you have that mindset and belief that we can talk about money and make it a meaningful experience for everyone? So what happens when we take these mindsets and beliefs and we adopt them as our own? We're going to use those same examples. Work really hard for your money. 
if you've adopted this belief and have it as your own, you may find yourself working hard for your money. Can you think in your past, the things you've done to gain money? Have you had to work really, really hard for it? And this is another evidence of ways you can see how your money mindset and belief is playing into your results. You may be working very hard for your money. Another belief, money doesn't grow on trees. If you've adopted this belief, you may find that your money is really hard to obtain, that you need to do a lot of things to make sure it comes into your life, or it's a very difficult process to get that money to come to you. Save money for a rainy day. You may have the habit from having that mindset and belief that you have money for the future. Now, you may also find that it restricts what you can do today, but you make sure that you have that money for the future just in case anything were to happen or getting a job and always being working to bring in income. You may notice in your life that you put forth effort to obtain what you want out of your life, that you're willing to make sure that you have the effort in place so you know that you can create what you want. Also saving for your future that you have money available to create the future that you want. And you continue to build on that belief and that mindset to create what you want for the future. And of course, it's not polite to talk about money. If this is a belief that you have carried and still continue to carry, you may find yourself not wanting to reach out about money. You may find that you're keeping to yourself, that you might have that trial and error, trying to figure out money by yourself. And I also want to say here too, there's no right beliefs. There's no wrong beliefs when it comes to money. There are only beliefs that can serve you going forward. So if you find that some of these beliefs are serving you, wonderful. You can keep those beliefs and keep building on them and working on them because they're producing the results that you want. If they're not serving you though, you want to gain awareness over those beliefs so you know what you want to create and you can see if those are creating the things that you want to going forward. And that's what I love about this is that you really get to decide what you want to do and what you want to create when it comes to your money mindset. So if you want to create an abundance with your money, you get to do that. If you want to create success and what your version of success looks like, you can do that. If you want to feel content and peace with your money, you can do that as well. But how do we get there? What do we do? And I love this story that has been shared actually a few times with me, but I wanted to share it with you. It's about this Cherokee Indian chief who was teaching his grandson all about life. And he said, there's a fight that's going on inside me. So he was telling this to his grandson, a fight between two wolves. The dark one is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. It's a lot in that dark wolf, isn't there? And he continued, the light wolf is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you, grandson, and inside of every other person on the face of this earth. Pretty powerful. And I think this analogy goes so well. And the grandson ponders this for a minute, everything that was, his grandfather was saying. He said, well, grandfather, which wolf will win? 
and the old Cherokee chief smiled and simply said, the one you feed. This is so applicable when it comes to your mindset around money, because what mindset you feed is going to grow. It's back to the evidence that your brain wants to find that it's right. So if you want to see money as scarce, you're going to find that in your life and it's going to contribute to the results you're creating with your money. If you see success, if you see contentment, and if you see abundance, you're going to work towards that and it's going to create those results for you in your money going forward. We teach something within my coaching that the circumstance is neutral, but your thoughts lead to your emotion, lead to your action and inaction, which ultimately leads to your results. So your mindset and your thoughts about money is going to play a key role in all that you create with your money going forward. And if you're looking to take a deeper dive and learn how your mindset is working for you in generating the money results you're looking for, my Creating Confidence with Your Money course is now available and it can assist you and help you gain the confidence you want in your money to gain the results that you're looking for. And you can find that course at amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses. I hope you have an amazing week. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know if you have any questions or ideas of things you want to learn about in upcoming podcast episodes. You can reach me by email at amberpetersoncoaching at gmail.com. And if you find this podcast to be beneficial and is supporting you in your goals, please leave a review. That way others can find this podcast as well. I appreciate you and look forward to taking this journey together.